With AMC Plus, the plus doesn't just mean more, it means better. Available through the platforms you're already on, AMC Plus is a premium streaming bundle with the best of AMC, plus the complete collections of Shudder, Sundance Now, and IFC Films Unlimited. Get the latest from The Walking Dead with early access and exclusives. Binge acclaimed series like Mad Men, ad-free, and with new content dropping each week, like Gangs of London, a powerful drama about London's criminal underworld, there's always something fresh to check out. Sign up at amcplus.com, amcplus.com, AMC Plus, only the good stuff. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give it a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Liz O'Malley. She is one of my favorite guests to come on to Bravo Happy Hour, and she is one of the masterminds between the iconic meme account Vanderpump Jewels. Welcome back, Liz. Oh my God, I'm so happy to be back. It's been a minute. <laughs> I love having confirmed Vanderpump Rules historians on the show. Mm-hmm. I've like staked my claim in Vanderpump Rules as like my my show. Well, we were talking before this came out how we're still waiting for the trailer anxiously. I know. I wonder if it's like that explosive that they have to like edit it just so to like really capture what's going to happen or if it's so uneventful that they're like, how do we make this look good? I think Jack said to someone, I heard it on Ryan Bailey's podcast that it's going to be shown at BravoCon. Oh, okay. But I think that's ridiculous. Why do those 300 people get to – what What do those 300 people have other than money to get to see it first? It's worth $7,000 to watch this right. goddamn trailer. I like refinance my entire <laughs> life I take out like loan like full loans are you going to BravoCon okay it's a sensitive subject my brother quote unquote getting married <laughs> and having his engagement party in San Francisco uh, that weekend extremely rude I said okay I'm so happy you found love <laughs> yeah uh, quote unquote quote quote, quote, quote. <laughs> um, but you know my one true love Bravo and it's in the city I live I in like it's, yeah, it's I'm hard. okay. It's I'm hard. Okay. It's hard. It's hard. Don't worry. You can get a little choked up. I, I looked into tickets and then I was like, this is vastly out of my budget and I could make it work, but it would really take some like mental gymnastics to be like, okay with that. You know what I mean? It would have been like four full months of having to meal prep five mm-hmm. days a week. Exactly. Like, there's and no days off. We know that that's not happening. 100% no. God no. Well, other things in Vanderpump Rules World, just because I feel like we have to touch on it a little bit up front. Yes. Stassi's getting married in Rome. Her she and Bo were there this week, I think. I have questions. Is Bo like Italian? Like, he, I noticed he had an Italian passport, and I was like, I'll sleuth on that later, but I'm going to put a pin <laughs> in it for now. So his dad is Italian. Oh, okay, okay. So the dad was Italian, so he has an Italian half sister. And so okay. they like will be seen all over Instagram hanging out with this like random brunette girl. Okay. So that's his half sister. He speaks Italian. Oh, hot. It's, I really like Bo. Yeah. Like in a genuine way. And I think he might be the only Vanderpump Rules cast member that I'm like, you're attractive. Just like straight up and not with any like qualifiers. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. if I had to choose between these three people, <laughs> fuck, Mary kill, I would marry you. It's like, no, I think I would just like think he was 
fun. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. I would go back and forth thinking like, oh, he's kind of a dweeb. He's this. For sure dorky. But then like, I like dorky guys. Right. And then I'm like, oh, wait, every guy I've dated is like a form of this kind of dork. <laughs> I know. I love like pass, sitting there passing judgment on him. And then I'm like, all right, look at your look at your past. Look at your choices. <laughs> yeah, right. This is like not only in line, but like it probably an upgrade. So. And he's like a dork with a beautiful face. Yeah, and just seems so nice. And he seems like he genuinely really loves Stasi, which can't be easy. And no. Yeah. Team Bo for now. Team I mean, Bo. I'm always willing to have my opinions changed on Vanderpump Rules cast members, though. So if he wants to be like terrible this season, please, I welcome it. Well, he's coming on as a full time cast member. Yeah. That's like, like, that's like that you're truly like, in, you know, in love with Stasi is like when you're the full time. I don't think she's had a full time partner. And Patrick never made it on. No. Well, she started with Jax, but. Yeah. I mean, the Jax of it all definitely <laughs> was kind of like a, a foreshadowing for a few like future boyfriends of hers where oh. it's like, look at you season one. Like, how is this going to happen? But I think Bo is like the son of like a psychotherapist or whatever she but, was, yeah. a therapist. So he is probably like a little bit used to. You know, seeing kind of right. maybe unhinged people. I'm not saying she's unhinged. She's totally normal. I mean, and, like, I yeah. actually am a lot like her. She's Terrifying. like a hinged compared to the rest oh. of them. She's quite hinged. Like, she's. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the fact that Kristen is now writing a book on yes. how to embrace your crazy or he's, what was it called? Like, you're not crazy. He is. Who <laughs> are like, yeah. he's making you crazy. It's some like girl bossery type, like, you're the bad bitch. He's the crazy one. But it's like, Kristen is actually crazy, is one <laughs> just right off the bat. Like, some Confirm. Yeah. Confirm. Um, like, clinically insane. Not that I don't love her. No, we'll buy the book. Of course. I absolutely will buy the book. Pre order. I, I did not buy Stassi's book because I felt like she was good without me, but like, I will help. I will support Kristen. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? My friend is like a publisher and who helped like publish the book oh. there with them. And she said like she had left the company, but that the book. That Stasi's book did so well, like surprisingly well, like went into like printing, like double printing, triple printing because that many people wanted to be basic. I am one of them. Did you buy it? I bought it and I started reading it and I was really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know, I have like a whole bookshelf of other books and I might want to like, that's not a book I could bring on the train. A hundred percent. And I feel like I consume Stasi like every day in small (laughs) increments. And like, I don't know what I would get out of that book that I don't get from like her Instagram, the occasional (laughs) podcast episode I listen to. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I think I'm good with my Stasi. I haven't listened to her podcast in a very long time. Me either. I think the last time I listened to it was like a niche, like, Naomi from Southern Charm was on it, and I was like, ooh, ooh I need to go back and listen to that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truly a brain disease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, these, these are choices we make day in and day out. <laughs> well, moving on to one of the biggest things that have happened on Bravo in a very long time, Teresha and Joe Giudice sat down with Andy Cohen this past Sunday night in the Watch What Happens Live studio while Joe FaceTimed or satellite <laughs> appeared from Salerno, Italy to talk all about his time in prison, his time in the ICE facility, and now the aftermath where he is now just living in Italy, waiting to see if he'll ever be able to come back to the United States ever again. These people are truly insane. Like, <laughs> I, I want to start to unpack this, but it's like, where do we begin? Like, I think there's like, first there's like a baseline, like lack of intelligence and like lack of like taking responsibility uh, for one's actions. Well, that's like the kind of hard part that was like the underlying issue with it where Joe could not say, like, I am a criminal. And he, like, openly said, quote, 
especially when you're not a criminal. All I did was bust my ass my whole life. And believe me, I was a hard worker. I broke the law. But when you come in illegally and break the law, it's worse. Yes. Like, but why wasn't that ever in your brain when you were breaking the law? And at least at this point, Joe was pretty willing to say, like, I put Teresa in this situation. Like, I did the bad thing to her. So, like, at least he could say that, but he could not, like, Like, understand that he himself like, was a, is a criminal. Yeah, like in the end, he couldn't be like, yeah, and also like me too. Uh, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag me too. Me too. <laughs> um, no, I and I originally gave Teresa the benefit of the doubt with this, and I was like, okay, you know, you're in a traditional marriage. The guy's dealing with all the paperwork and the taxes and the bills and everything, and like you're just signing off on things. I do understand that part of it, but at the same time, like Teresa had a career. She was like a buyer. The girl has like looked at you know a contract before. Mm-hmm. She's not a total idiot. You know, no matter how like you know like stupid she can come off and so part of me is like all right girl like I'll I'll believe you that you didn't know totally what was going on but like you knew this guy wasn't really an upstanding citizen or not a citizen yeah (laughs) (laughs) an upstanding illegal immigrant yeah well I've been watching the I've been watching Real Housewives of New Jersey since from season three just recently because I've been bored oh hell yeah and it's been amazing to see because that was the season they go into where they had just filed bankruptcy right all of the women on the cast are alluding to the fact that Joe is a criminal that he has shady business deals and the moment that Melissa and Joe Gore got on the show they were so selective with their words to talk about the way that Joe and Teresa spend like there were moments where Joe was Joe Gorga was like, "We pay our bills. Yeah, like, we yeah, pay yeah. our bills." I do remember that like, like so clearly. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> never we pay our bills. But it's like you know, everybody around Teresa was very privy to what was happening. We see in this conversation that Caroline Manzo is brought up because she, mm-hmm. you know, called out. You know, ten years ago, she said something along the lines of, "Oh, you know." This is all going to come back and bite Teresa in the ass, like all of this aggressive spending and all of Joe's behavior. And she's going to have to like pull her bootstraps up and, Mm -hmm. you know, be with her family and, you know, be the matriarch of her family without him. And then so Andy, shady, shady motherfucker, (laughs) decides to play that clip for Teresa and Joe. And then Teresa is like, she's a rat. She's a rat. She called (laughs) the feds. Like, again, like you cannot blame Caroline Manzo for, quote unquote, calling the feds. When you're a convicted. I mean, yeah. like you were, you did it. You did the crime, right? And I mean, they were paying. Remember, like the first season, they would like go into like posh boutique or whatever, <laughs> and like just like like wads of cash. Yeah, like they're not even trying to hide it. And no. I mean, like on top of all of it, it's like you know we get a very like vibe, like uh, like mob vibe, mob energy, Sopranos energy from yeah. them. So it's like if there wasn't being an investigation conducted into their business practices before, like, upon seeing them on television, there will be. Joe even mentioned, he's like, yeah, when you got a house as big as ours, people start poking around. It's like, do they? (laughs) Is that a thing? You're literally a real estate developer. Like, you're a real estate developer at the time. Like, it shouldn't be that crazy that you'd build a big, massive home. Oh, my God, that house. God, that house is absolutely (laughs) sad. Well, they also alluded to the fact that Teresa is probably going to move once the girls are done with school because what's the point of having such a big home? Even now, like, move in the neighborhood to – Who's going to buy that What was ever the point of that home? I remember, like, seeing (laughs) – they would have, like, the the school bus pull up and she would be at the door, like, waving to the kids and it would be, like, a straight-up mile down the driveway. And I'm like, you're in New Jersey. Like, you're not at Versailles. Like, you're not in a beautiful countryside and you don't Mm -hmm. have, like, this bucolic, like, landscape. Like, you're in the middle of New Jersey. Jersey, you're off like an overpass. I mean, I don't know where they are. I'm being 
a little bit facetious right now. No, like, you were completely right. There's no need to have like sprawling yeah, land like that. It's like weird. They had to take like a golf cart to get to the pretty, front gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very like dark and unsettling and like strip molly, but like, you know, blown up into a McMansion. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that house is definitely gotta go. But yeah, again, like who's going to like be searching for a home, like a new family? It's already hard for like young people to buy homes. Now they're like, let me buy this. <laughs> Three million dollar, absolutely hideous with those huge oh. like door. Not like oh. I feel like I can those picture like the wings. front door. Yeah, like big it's wings. real bad. Oh. The taste levels are questionable at best. And that's the sad thing where the, everything oh. probably costs so much money. And again, they're paying for cash what they did what they did pay for. Right, and they evaded so many taxes, you know, and extorted. So I don't even know what their technical crimes were, but they did not put the money to good use. Absolutely not. <laughs> so then they obviously go into the conversation about Joe and Teresa's fidelity. Joe it implies that Teresa was cheating. Teresa implies that Joe is cheating. Can we both agree that they both were oh, cheating? Like 110%. And that's okay. Like, I mean. Right. Like, your I, marriage is not is falling apart. Like, you're not meant for each other. You shouldn't be together. You got, like, Joe got you put in jail. Yeah. And, we'll say that. And, yeah. like, you know, obviously it's not a good pair, so just move on with your life. Well, they are going to go to Italy in a couple mm-hmm. weeks and reunite. Bravo's obviously coming and filming. I'm Thank fist you. pumping. You can't yeah. see. <laughs> this is not a visual medium, but <laughs> I am so excited. Yeah, so they're going to go there, and supposedly that's when they're going to, like, figure out what they're going to do together. But at this rate, like, there is nothing there. Like, there is no trust what does she want to do with him? Where she probably, frankly, can find another guy. Oh, 100%. I, I, th- I want her to be with the lawyer. Yeah. That's yeah, what I you want. mean their lawyer, yeah. James? Yeah. Who I literally was just like creeping his Instagram, James. like his family Instagram <laughs> the other day. And I was like, you need to stop. But Damn, he has a family? Yeah, he has like a child, like a son that uh, looks exactly like him, oh. but a son. And just like, he he seems really nice. I mean, he seems like he deals with like really shitty people like the Junices, but he like does it upstandingly. I mean, I remember when she got out of prison and like the first thing he ever did, he was like, we got you Alexis. Yeah. like, <laughs> you, ju- yeah, you I have know. to pay so much money back and you thought that I getting know. like a brand new. Just get a McDonald's. Like. <laughs> God, I'm like, you fools, you fools. I know. So, yeah. They never learn. (laughs) They will absolutely (laughs) never learn. And that's kind of the sad part about all of this, where it's like history does repeat itself. And Joe goes into what his next business venture is going to be. And it's sports betting. So Andy goes, oh, gambling. (laughs) I mean, you know, he should just like chill in Italy, drink a bunch of wine, eat some salami and like kickback like he should just yeah. stop trying to support like Teresa's been supporting the girls and their family up till now while he's just been you know in prison yeah. or whatever so like I think they should just keep that going he should like take a minute maybe go back to school well he got his GED his high school yeah which is huge so yeah that is huge maybe get college next <laughs> who knows yeah. just move on up. I don't know self-improvement I mean oh God. read a book it was, it was hard <laughs> to watch because you know, you just see these two people who have had like their entire lives ruined basically on television. Yeah. And to see like the desperation, I felt like in Teresa where she was like, oh my God, like I can't believe I'm doing this. Like this is yeah. so dark, even for me. I also feel like they like got married really young. Very like you like you forget how traditional the Real Housewives of New Jersey are. Like to mm-hmm. the point where like a lot of them haven't even been divorced. Like you know New yeah. York, OC, whatever. They're like it's it's you know it's all off the They're table. All like in it's just crazy, right. This, right? Like no one gives a shit. But like I, like in New Jersey, like there's still a little bit of like, stigma around that. And I think like especially Teresa's family, it's like 
very, very hardcore traditional. Totally. And I think, like, they just were too young and both idiots and made a lot of mistakes. And she should definitely dump his ass. Dump his ass. I, yeah, I think it's only a matter of time before she's out on the scene and not being accused of cheating. I did love a couple great lulzy moments throughout the entire thing. One, the first comment Teresa makes to him is making fun of his orange jacket, <laughs> which is like a neg from the beginning. True. He definitely loved that. Mm-hmm. And then Andy brought up the fact that Teresa's first appearance on Watch What Happens Live, she was wearing an orange jumpsuit. I'll Amazing. post the picture on Bravo Happy Hour's Instagram, so check that out. I love it. Foreshadowing like no other. (laughs) So good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So good. And also just the fact that they were obviously talking about how Joe lost all of this weight. Mm -hmm. And then the debate of, is he juicy or not? (laughs) And then, you know, she was still saying he's juicy because the muscles are what the juice is made of. And then <laughs> Teresa was like alluding to the fact that he was chubby. Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah, he yeah. was again exclusively he eating was cured meats and red wine. And I assume everyone on the Real Housewives of New Jersey is five foot five. Like I think oh. uh, they're all my height, and <laughs> yeah. we are just like I you think know, he might be shorter. <laughs> you know, I think it's like a very, very like extremely short cast. So. I saw Joe Gorga a couple months ago, and oh, really? I was wearing heels, and he probably was like an inch or two taller than me. And I'm oh, okay. Five. I'm a whopping five. Okay, yes, yeah, so he's a five five. Yeah. I would say Go, Gorga's 5'5". Yeah. Melissa was beautiful in person, I will, I will say I that. bet. Yeah. She's, just, like, really, really pretty. Yeah, she's, like, really pretty. But she called him Fluffy. So, yeah. yeah, I don't think any man wants to be called Fluffy. Generally, I feel like that's kind of, like, not a thing you say when you're no. trying to, like, maybe spark spark something again. Yeah, but they also said that thing about, like, not being attracted to each oh. other when they saw each other in jail. <laughs> And I was like, is that like a larger issue or is that like, oh, you finally realized how toxic this relationship was that you literally both landed yeah. in jail. So like that's what happened. But I, that actually surprised me because they were always like really on top of each other. Like the whole Juicy Joe thing was like a huge thing for the first few seasons. Yeah, they definitely were very into each other. But then I kind of saw like as I'm now rewatching, like mm-hmm. it went from them being like happy go lucky, fun couple, because like I don't think any of their skeletons were out right, yet. Right. And then like as things started like getting exponentially worse for Joe, like I think like you see him like drinking a lot more. Yeah. And yeah, kind yeah. of like going into his own spiral and mm-hmm. like being mean to her. And then like being mean to her for things that he did. However, he justifies them by saying, like, I had to give you this life. Right, right, right. And it's like as much it's as I think she's naive and maybe like was dumb to not realize that a lot of this like opulent lifestyle right. like comes at a cost and mm-hmm. like you don't have the money, like whatever he's doing all day, like is it's not Right. Like, he never seemed that busy. Yeah. <laughs> he was literally always around. Yeah. But I think if she was privy to them not having as much money, she would have cut back. Right. Or, like, been, like, okay, like, yeah, we can make a big, beautiful home. Right. In five years. Right. It wasn't like she was, like, pressuring him every day, like, give me money, give me money. Yeah. He, was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This Here's is the like money. Life. This, this is, is what, what we you do. deserve. Yeah, this yeah. is what you deserve. And then, like, when he just starts, like, getting resentful of trying to keep up that facade, that's when, like, the st- it all started to crumble. Yeah. And then, of course, when she actually had to go to jail, then it was, like, yeah, off. I think that's when she like it was a like, conscious uncoupling. I think. Yeah, <laughs> and even like at that point where it was like they were starting to like have no money, she saw Melissa and Joe Gorga mm. start having money and mm-hmm. kind of like replicating what their family life was, like moving into this big house, getting all right. to the show, getting all of this quote unquote fame, whatever. 
And I think that just like kind of brought both of them, yeah. knocked him down a peg. Yeah, especially because Joe and Melissa were doing it through legitimate means, it yeah. seems, so far. <laughs> well, even that, like, Joe Gorga was always working. Right, right. He was, that's, like, part, part of his storyline. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm at work. I want my wife to be at home. Yeah. yeah, and even, like, I'm not close with my dad because I'm working all the time where my dad right. hangs out with Joe, Joe Judice. Judice. Yeah. All Is it Judice or Judice? So I think it is Judice, but I think, like, Americanized, <laughs> they were just like, yeah, we'll just do Judice. But I think, like, when they're in the Italy episode, when they go to Italy with the Manzos, yeah. and it's all, like, insane. And they, <laughs> and they make the Manzos watch their horrible children oh one day, God. which was, like, still, I think about that all the time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, I think there, it's a really like, Judice, but I think, yeah. I, I think we should go Judice. I think we yeah. should, you know, Joe's back in Italy. We'll just honor it, honor it. <laughs> and then just to end on a beautiful note, they were talking about if they should have come on the show or not. And Joe said, quote, Teresa's always wanted to be on television. She wanted to be a movie star even when she was a little girl. Like, I mean, is she a movie star? Like, you know what I mean? I, like, I want to see her, like, running lines with Claire Danes. Oh, my God. Like, Doing Shakespeare in college, like that would be like actual art, but it would just be that she was not participating in the art. Yeah. Like she was just a medium. Um, one thing I will say is that one of my biggest shames is that I bought Teresa's prison book on like audiobook and she narrates it. And it's truly the most lackluster narration that I've ever heard in my life, but I also couldn't put it down because it was like, and then I woke up and I was like, she has the worst voice yeah. in the world. And the choice to have her read it was something else. Um, I feel like the people were kind of just trolling her. Yeah, like the people who are like producing the audiobook, they were like, you know what? I think more people might click if it's you just to like, like I kept thinking of like how many takes they would do and like, oh, and just be like, mm, yeah, sure. Let's, let's move on. But I also like couldn't like stop listening to it. So I mean, <laughs> well, we can't stop watching her. We exactly. could sit here and talk about how she's insane and like how, you know, her whole life is built on lies. However, it's like, I won't stop watching. I have always loved New Jersey. Like even in the bad seasons. I've been like, okay, but I'll, I'll come back because I know like the first season was so good. So good. That like I'm, I know that magic is there. <laughs> well, exactly. It's like it, the spark has not um, fizzled out. For no. Me. No, and it never will. I, I think, think it's only going to get better. <laughs> well, speaking of Jersey, just another kind of weird thing that I saw in the news this week. So Jennifer Aiden, who's the newbie on Jersey coming in last year, season nine, her new tagline it alludes to her getting more plastic surgery. And now she's in the press saying she had liposuction, a breast augmentation, and said, quote, I had to wear a surgical bodysuit during my recovery over the summer. I don't miss those mushy, saggy melons at all. And I had a problem putting that shit on every time I had to do number two. Then, the part that's triggering for me, I didn't have sex with my husband for like two months. So I can only imagine this marriage is going to go downhill if she's openly – like, who is he fucking then? Oh, God. I feel like they don't have sex ever. Well, I think he's like one of those guys who like has assistance in the yeah, medical office. For sure. They – they like, they're they're a good example of how like New Jersey is randomly like the, so traditional and like yeah. buttoned up to the point where it's like, yeah, they're, they're very like – well, the whole thing was that her brother was getting an arranged marriage oh, and yeah. things. So it's very like that type of thing where it's like I'm, I've understood that my part of this partnership is to like raise the kids and like, you know – keep the house looking good and get free plastic surgery. Yeah. And then your part is to like be at work and do whatever you do. I think like they have like an arrangement, you know what I mean? And you might be unspoken, but I think there is like a conscious agreement that that's how things work. I think you might be right with that. 
Because when she was saying that, I was like, your husband is a ski. He's a creepy guy, too. And also, like, he did the surgery, it said in the article. (laughs) Which, like, and please uh, correct me if I'm wrong, somebody, but, like, that seems both unethical, like, medically, and also just, like, creepy as hell. (laughs) Like, looking at your wife as you, like, like, take her fat out. Like, that just seems like... Yeah, unethical is, I think, Yeah, like, it just seems wrong. Like, it seems like it shouldn't be allowed to happen. And he's like, oops, I cut your kidney out. Sorry. (laughs) Especially him. Like, he just creeps me out so much. But I will say, like, I saw, I went, like, trolling for pictures of her after I saw this article, and she is, like, really skinny now. Yeah. I was like, damn, okay. It worked. I mean, it sounds awful. It sounds like an awful process to get there, but she looks good. <laughs> also, being in like a surgical bodysuit oh, throughout God. the summer in New Jersey. You know, she was just in that horrible <laughs> mansion. No, did not leave her house. Just AC blasted. Like, Doesn't you know, in, I know, don't really. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, what? <laughs> Husband, who knows where. Kids <laughs> yeah. just like screaming at her, and she has like the door locked. <laughs> Jersey comes back November 6th, which I can't believe is next Oh, my week. God. I didn't even realize it was coming back. Next Thursday? <gasps> next next Wednesday? Oh, God. Next Wednesday. That's amazing. That's so good to know. God, it feels so good. It feels so good to be getting it back. <laughs> well, staying on the East Coast, Real Housewives of New York star Countess Luann Deliceps confirmed that she is back together with her on and off again boyfriend, Rich Super. So he is her agent, which is very Lady Gaga and her manager mm-hmm. vibe. They started dating in July of 2018. Supposedly, he was married at the time, but he has now filed for a divorce from his former wife. Supposedly, after they started dating, Lou ended up going into rehab for the second time. Rich broke up with her (laughs) after that, and now they are slowly rekindling their relationship yet again. I First of all, his name is Rich Super. Like, that's not real. I mean. Number one. <laughs> He's definitely up to something there. But yeah. um, this, like, doesn't surprise me, but also does because, I don't know, I didn't, I feel like Lou has just, like, she had the count who, like, by, like, you know, title-wise and, like, money-wise, really great. Then she had Jacques, who, like, I was always a big Ooh, jockhead. Yeah. <laughs> jockhead. I was like, wow, that's, like, such a good upgrade from... The- oh, yeah. And then, ever since then, she's been all over the place. But I think I've always had it. Like, she can get back to a place of Jacques. Like, she can get that caliber yeah. of man again. But she has not been... But I don't know. Maybe he's a good guy. He's just on the, the picture. He's not that cute. I mean, he's not that cute. Yeah. And I don't know. Any kind of agent who right. she's paying mm-hmm. 10% to of every cabaret show she does and every appearance she does, like that starts getting seedy and murky for me where right. I'm like, you have a very big window into the money that she's making mm-hmm. and you make a cut from it. I just think it's weird. Obviously, like you spend a lot of time with this person. Right. You talk to them all the time and she trusts him, obviously, mm-hmm. with you know her career that's has taken off probably in part of him. But- I don't know. Rich Super. I need to see him on the show. I need to, like, see him talking. He's a talent agent for a lot of comedians, but most importantly, he's the agent for the Long Island Medium. Which makes so much sense and, like, just fills me with so much joy. It's so good. I actually saw a meme today that was, like, Vicky Gumbelson with her hair, like, with the Long Island Medium's hair on it, like, uh, projecting... Uh, what's it called? Megan King, Megan King Edmonds divorce. Where I was like, yes, that <laughs> is like so all of my interests literally together in one place. So I mean, I don't know about this, but uh, I'm glad. I mean, he seems better than Tom. I think Tom was just like it was. He was one big red flag, and so it was like, <laughs> what are you doing, girl? Whereas this is like, there's a lot of couple small red flags. 
Yeah, not so, that many big yeah. ones. Oh, so one source said that Luann and Rich are bizarre people. They spend every waking hour together, and he passionately rushes to her defense, but it's technically unconfirmed that they're still an item. <laughs> I love, I want to shake the hand of it, where just Luann and Rich are bizarre people. <laughs> like, I love it. But I think it also makes sense where it's like, Luann is a bizarre person. She leads a bizarre life. Like, mm-hmm. she's had this crazy experience. <laughs> Nobody else has lived a life like her. So it's like, she isn't going to end up with, like, some normal dude. She's going to end up with probably somebody entertainment adjacent, at least. Rich Super. Rich Super. Actually, maybe he's perfect. <laughs> Agent, Agent Rich Super. Agent Rich Super. Oh, what a name. Love it. Well, staying in New York, Carol Radswell, if you guys remember her, she was on a bunch of seasons that I forgot to get. She has gotten a new Luke. <laughs> it looks a little insane. So I'll post this on Bravo Happy Hour's Instagram. So go there and check it out. But she's got this like blonde haircut with these dark brown eyebrows. Yeah. I think, yeah, my hypothesis here, it's hard to tell with the lighting, but I think there might be, like, a light spray tan involved. Yeah, I definitely see some light tan. I think we've got definitely a brow tint that (sighs) may be, like... With AMC Plus, the plus doesn't just mean more. It means better. Available through the platforms you're already on, AMC Plus is a premium streaming bundle with the best of AMC, plus the complete collections of Shudder, Sundance Now, and IFC Films Unlimited. Get the latest from The Walking Dead. With early access and exclusives, binge acclaimed series like Mad Men ad-free and with new content dropping each week like Gangs of London, a powerful drama about London's criminal underworld, there's always something fresh to check out. Sign up at amcplus.com, amcplus.com, AMC Plus, only the good stuff. For many of us, the holidays will look different this year. Family and friend reunions might not be the same, but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close. That's why I'm gifting my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year, a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person this year. Around this time last year, I lost my grandfather, and I felt this insane guilt that I didn't ask him enough questions about his love story with my grandma, his career, his immigration journey from Italy in the 1960s, and so much more. To honor his birthday this past year, I gifted my grandma a StoryWorth membership. Every week, StoryWorth emails her a different prompt with questions you'd never think to ask, like, if you were to do it over, what would you have done differently? Or when was your first kiss? You can customize your prompts to ask anything you'd like, so I obviously had to ask, who's your favorite grandkid? Just kidding. After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. I'm planning to order one for myself, my brothers, and my cousins so we can share our grandparents' story with our children someday. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bravohh. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off. If you are anything like me, you haven't bought a single gift for anybody this year, maybe other than yourself. (laughs) This will be an amazing gift for anybody who is looking for that last minute gift that doesn't involve shipping costs and will be something that you can pass down to your families for generations. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off you guys and you get a deal look at that it's a fresh one so it's like it's gonna take a few days to like even out (laughs) and then I don't know what else I don't know if there's anything else I don't think she got like an overt plastic surgery I think it's just the brow tint it's like really throwing people for a loop the brow tint and then I feel like her hair has never been pulled back like in a clip like that where it's kind of like a poof yeah it's like a bump it like a bump it poof yes I actually saw somebody doing that the other day and I was like is that a thing again 
She was like otherwise fashionable too. It wasn't like a bridge and tunnel situation. Yeah, like, she was say, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, no, she was like somebody who like everything else. I was like, I'm here for it, and then that I was like, Ooh. but wow. um, so maybe Carol's just forecasting some trends, but um, shocking. <laughs> But I think the weirdest part was that people were like, what did you change in the comments? And she was like, nothing. And I'm like, just save up brow tank, girl. Like, that's normal. That's not like a crazy thing to do. I it's mean, not even plastic surgery. So many people are doing the brow tint now that I kind of find it a little jarring sometimes. Oh, Obviously, in this situation, sure like, it definitely is like, what? Like, turn, tone it back. Mm-hmm. But, like, regular girls I know are doing, like, a very dark brow. And I'm like, now this <laughs> is... <laughs> This is a statement. I think it's easy to, like, get overzealous with the brow tint, not mm. go too dark. I think it also takes a couple of days to, like, die down. I've yeah. never done it myself because I don't, like, again, I don't want to be that girl that comes rolling in with, like, <laughs> yeah. dark brow, Carol baby. style. Um, Carol style. <laughs> people were, like, saying she might have gotten, like, fillers or Botox. And I'm like, she definitely gets fillers and Botox. But I don't think that's, like, what the, the crazy shift is here. I'm pretty sure it's just the brows. <laughs> I agree. People are freaking savage to her on the internet. Yeah. Like, when I was looking at the comments i'm like what what would ever make someone go out of their way and be like what the fuck did you do to your face like also like relatively speaking carol looks amazing like you should hope you look half as good as she looks i know i mean her like bathing suit pictures i'm like how on earth did you get blessed with that body and like a whole plot line of hers like until she like randomly decides to run the marathon was that she like never exercised a day in her life I always thought that was fake. I feel it like you. Is. I feel like you can't be that thin, right. and then like end up running like a twenty-six mile long marathon at like fifty-two. Yeah. Like you can't just start like put your butt. Maybe you can. I don't know. And I feel like she's <laughs> someone who's been like chain smoking her whole life. That's also true. She doesn't drink, but oh, she yeah. definitely smokes. And probably indulges in some drugs like the rest yeah. of the New I mean, York ladies. She was hanging out with like those musicians. Like remember that right. guy she hung out with in the beginning? I think he was in like Bruce Springsteen's band. Yeah, he was like some like old time yeah. rocker. <laughs> I'm like the two of them are just like hanging out, doing LSD, doing some shrooms at a, at a fun show. Yeah, and like you know when she was like hobnobbing with the Kennedys, they were just like bowls of coke or whatever, yeah. like Hello. amphetamines, whatever the, was going on. Amphetamines for sure. So like I think she's no stranger to that. But I think Adam probably helped her get into some healthier eating habits. Wasn't he like a vegan chef? Oh my god. So maybe she just like a, got vegan power. He was such a dork. I'm glad that chapter is over for her. Even yeah. though frankly they're probably like still quote unquote having and coffee. coffee. <laughs> oh my god. Just say you're boning. It's Isn't okay. she out of good summers though? Wasn't that one of her yeah, things? Oh, yeah. Like I have one good summer in me. And I'm like I what does like, that even mean? I have five good yeah. summers. Like what a way to look at your life. Right. And I was like there's a lot of like ways that you could put it that you should not be dating this like 32 year old man but like that makes it sound like you literally put an expiration date on like your happiness and like ability to do things and yet you're like running a marathon now so I think I would be like I got 10 15 good summers at least seemed odd oh my god well someone who has many good summers ahead of them (laughs) Lisa Vanderpump from Vanderpump Rules R.I.P. like it's so hard to introduce her and not say from Beverly Hills ah true true times are changing people and I must adjust (laughs) So Lisa Vanderpump has confirmed that she has purchased a new West Hollywood location right next door to TomTom. She plans to transform this new space into yet another lavish cocktail garden. (laughs) 
Before we get into Lisa, I just want to say that Lisa Vanderpump has the most vicious internet stands that I have oh. ever encountered in my life. <laughs> I will post a joking meme about Lisa Vanderpump and people will come for us. Really? Like, yes. Oh, they will pile on. And like nobody else on Vanderpump Rules has that level of like devotion and is mostly like middle-aged women, white women in the suburbs is like what my analysis that I've run. Yes. I would also me. say that that is my main demographic of hater. She has an <laughs> army waiting to like rise up if she, like from all over the country. I'm telling you, Lisa, like if you called, like took a call to arms, like you would have like mothers just like fleeing their families. It is insane. <laughs> well, when they had like that whole like Lisa Vanderpump snub Sarah Paulson thing, oh, so yeah. many people on Twitter I kept seeing being like, who the Fuck is Sarah Paulson. No one knows her. Don't mess with our queen. It's like, oh, oh my God. Is she hanging on the side? Like, who are you people? Where's this mafia? One of my co-meme admins tried to, like, drop a link into him. Like, we had inserted Lisa into a, a popular meme, you know, just, like, trying to keep it fresh. And, like, this woman <laughs> got pissed. And we were like, lady, it's a meme. It was, like, a joker meme. And my friend had to, like, put, like, a know your meme link in the bio. Because she was like, she was like, that's not true. And I was just like, honey, you gotta come down. We're not, like, comparing Lisa. I mean, we are, but... <laughs> Anyways, just want to put that out there. We understand you love Lisa. Chill. <laughs> yeah, people need to really, like, just chill out. We don't need this. So we don't really know much about this restaurant. I'm mm. definitely thinking it's going to have something to do with the cast. I'm thinking there's right. got to be some sort of pivot. Right next to Tom Tom is an interesting <laughs> choice. Like, that makes me feel like it's going to be some sort of, like, expansion of Tom Tom, make it into more of, like, a club or, like, you know what I mean? Have, like, another section where mm -hmm. you can – but then again, it's, like – I don't know. Is that beneficial? Like, does, do people are people crying for like more Tom Tom? Well, Tom Tom it is, is pretty popular. Really yeah. fun. Like when I went, it was so fun, Hell yeah. and it was kind of small in the front. Okay. So I'm like, okay. we could totally expand this. However, what makes all these different places fun is that like there's the bar hopping element of it all. Right. Right. So if like you can make another spot that's like a little bit different, mm -hmm. or you know, like. Even, like, revamping, like, Villa Blanca's vibe. Like, I yeah. feel like some of the older places, like, now need facelifts. Because I went to Sir, and Sir needs a full facelift. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, a little too big, and the chairs were bad, and the service was trash. But I went to Pump and had an amazing time. Oh, okay. The I feel like we don't hear much about Pump these days. I loved Pump a lot. And okay. I don't know why. There was also, like, this one little kid. <laughs> like, he was there with his mom. And you know, like, he, he walked into Pump. Like, you know, the mom, like, made the whole family go yeah. for dinner. And it was, like, the moment I was, like, this little boy just found out he's gay. Like, he is, like, bumping <laughs> saw God. and grinding, dancing, yes. having so much fun at Pump. Uh. I was, like, finally... That's like the family Christmas I dream of. Yeah. Like I take my family to pump, my child grinds on the dance floor. Yeah. Like that's that's all I need. And Jesus, is yeah, poor. and Jesus smiles. <laughs> but I was thinking, I'm like, it couldn't really be anybody else in the cast. Like imagine giving yeah. Ariana, Katie, like their their like female a, version of Tom Tom. Yeah, I feel like if they hadn't done Tom Tom, I could have seen her doing like a cocktail thing for Tom and Ariana. That's like, oh, you know what I mean? Because they yeah. just did the book. But I think Tom Tom, like he's already locked into that yeah. I don't know I mean after that uh I don't know if it was true or not but remember that story where the woman like threw up and like shit her pants yeah, at ex sir explosive diet. yeah and I'm like it's bold to be like yeah. we're opening a new establishment <laughs> because that truly like sent me I was like what is this I mean and the fact that like the they were like um Diana the manager said they saw no such shit on the floor like nothing was seen we didn't see any they were like how do you say four days later that you yeah. shit and threw up everywhere and no one saw it oh and my was God. like well 
I but did. It could just be Lisa Vanderpump magic. She just waves her wand and just goes away. I mean, there's a lot of different moments mm-hmm. in her whole life that just kind of like poof. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, including probably like negative comments places. Right. She's got like her little fairy. Yeah, seriously. That's why I was surprised that she actually was, is not going to be on Beverly Hills because I figured she would just like make it happen. But I mean, I think it's a matter of time. I yeah. think pro- probably give it a couple seasons mm-hmm. and then she probably wants some people off. I think she mm-hmm. probably wants like Rinna off. Yeah. Because Rinna really is gunning for her. Mm-hmm. She wants Rinna off. I think her and Kyle will probably end up being friends again, even though I think Lisa probably knows, like, goodbye, Kyle, like, was what made last season good. Right. Well, that's the thing. Lisa knows what makes reality yeah, like, she good. Knows she's a little bit smarter than them. Like, they're more, more emotionally driven. She's more, like, financially driven. Like, Yeah. Yeah. And that's what separates, you know. The champions from <laughs> just the regular people. I mean, another champ move for Lisa Vanderpump. She has teamed, her and Vanderpump Dogs have teamed up with the private jet airline JSX, Jet Suite X, for their new philanthropic event. So she has these jet planes that now have a big emoji of her on, like, the wing of the plane. And so for every person flying via this airline, a dollar will be donated to Vanderpump Dogs. And these are, like, swanky 30-person jets. Yeah. They were not that expensive when I looked, again, like, Like, why am I looking at flights? What what is not that expensive? Honestly, like, I don't even have a sense of... For Thanksgiving weekend to fly from Burbank to Vegas, Mm -hmm. it was $250 one way. Oh, <laughs> that, that was like way. No, I know. Less than I, I was expecting. I was like going on. I was like, oh, you know, like you probably wouldn't spend that on a one way ticket from Burbank yeah. to Vegas, but it's like within a budget that you yeah. could like feasibly do. And, like, yeah, if it's a thirty person plane, and like you know, I gave a real shit. Like I just yeah. go into a fugue state when I'm in airports. I'm like, I just yeah, into emotions. I'm poor. Like <laughs> right, I, I've yeah. accepted that, uh-huh. and I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thirty people and Diplo posted a picture of Lisa Vanderpump's plane on his Instagram. Amazing. So you know, he's flying LVP. Diplo's <laughs> money is now directly going to Vanderpump Dogs. I'm so amazing. You love to see it. <laughs> Stars are just like us. <laughs> Yeah, that picture of her is it's iconic. It's it's so clearly Lisa. I mean, the pink underneath yeah. her hair. Again, I'll post this on Bravo Happy Hour Instagram. It's like so a creative a, um choice. take on it, but it's 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 very obviously Lisa with with some pizzazz added. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Lisa. Lisa with pizzazz, but I was thinking before I was like, what airline is she partnering with? And I was like, it can't be the one where that little French bulldog passed away oh, overhead bin. No. It's like the dark. I was like what was that Delta was that like a major that was United one? United oh god everyone cancel culture yeah. <laughs> it starts here Lisa stands go after United don't go after Vanderpump Jewels anymore oh. <laughs> <laughs> turn your sights on something more productive <laughs> I can't what else do you get hate on that's the biggest one, I would say. Sometimes we'll just put something up and people will be like, my opinion is different on this. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's like, <laughs> there's room for that. Um, I think most of the time people actually like agree with us. It's pretty niche though. Like I think we get really into the weeds of like our interests with it. And then we just use like Vanderpump Rules as like a way to tell that story. So it's like if you have the same, if we're on the same wavelength, then like you'll get it. But if you're not, feel free to move along. You don't have to. You don't have to comment. <laughs> well, I saw Ariana commenting on one of your pictures the other day and was like, oh, "That's fine. 
So, Ariana, if you're listening, um, we'd love you to follow us because you always like and comment, but you don't follow. And Katie follows. Sports <gasps> follows. Wow. Kristen follows. Wow. Dana follows. Dana, Mrs. Schroeder. <laughs> Mrs. Schroeder, the very one. <laughs> So, wow. Ariana, if you want to join the club, we got a whole. It's, we're having a lot of fun. Has Jax blocked you yet? No, Jax has not blocked us. I don't even think Jax has like acknowledged. Even though we like, I do tend to like tag him in things. Um, Damn, yeah, I don't I think he's engaged at all. I would love to get blocked by Jax. Yeah, I know it was it was huge for me, but now I'm also like there's a void in my life. Oh, you got blocked? Yeah. Oh, on the happy hour. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like sad because on my personal, I don't follow anybody on Bravo except for people I've been blocked by. Uh, okay. Or then I'm like, okay, I see Thomas Ravenel from Southern Charm, oh. which like, good times. <laughs> An absolute I see, ghoul. Yeah. Like, I literally just got I, like chills. I exclusively <laughs> see ghouls now that I think about it. Only Jax, Thomas Ravenel, Ashley Jacobs from yeah. Southern Charm too. Female ghouless. Yes, for sure. A ghoulette. And who else? And I think that's it. I always forget. There's always like a couple sleepers who have blocked me, but Mm -hmm. they don't matter to me as much as Jax (laughs) and T-Rap, evidently. (laughs) Uh, Well, moving on to depressing news, you guys. Megan King Edmonds and Jim Edmonds from the Real Housewives of OC are just dragging out this whole divorce. It is getting real ugly. So the last episode we talked about, the initial divorce situation and how there was potentially a nanny named Carly who oh God. <laughs> oh, there's always a nanny a 22 year old nanny yeah, named Carly not good never good so on this past Friday at 7 a.m. Megan ended up calling the police to report a disturbance saying that like Jim showed up when he wasn't supposed to whatever cops left because there was like nothing to, <laughs> to cop yeah uh, then the day after Megan ended up calling the cops again at 345 saying she was fearing her mother's safety as her mom had been fighting with Jim I guess in the house probably defending Megan oh um, the cops also said you know there's nothing we can do they had a verbal disagreement between the two of them and that's it so that's the first thing so cops are being involved Mm -hmm. and then we're going into this whole thing of like nanny gate (laughs) and so there's this nanny who's yeah carly she's 22 she's been with the family for a minute now she's from st louis as well they're both denying that they've been having this affair. However, there are photos of the two of them at a hockey game wearing these black hats. I'll post this on the Instagram. And they're both wearing black baseball caps indoors in a ho- indoor yeah, hockey yeah, stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing more incriminating than um, hiding in plain sight. Cheating with a nanny is like so fascinating to me because I'm like, on one hand, why did you hire a hot nanny? Your, why did your family do that? Like, you made that choice. I, yeah. There are so many not hot nannies out there to be hired. Mm-hmm. Please give them work. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't Support need, your local unhot nanny. In fact, I don't think, like, I would trust, like, a, tw- a hot 21-year-old because, like, you know, they don't have, like, a lot of experience, you know, handling children. I want, like, a yeah. nana, you know? Like, yeah. I want, like, somebody who's been through it. Like, I don't want Case Carly, whatever. Well, I think Megan was also probably looking for friends. Oh, you know? so wow, it's that's like, a sad, sad <laughs> facet of those. Yeah, you're absolutely where right. Where they should 
said they had four nannies in an au pair. And Jim is now oh saying, like, I didn't have sex with the nanny. It's like, well, was she the au pair? Yeah. <laughs> was Carly the au pair? Like, what is she? You the babysitter, yeah. The nanny, yeah. no. <laughs> like, yeah. So Jim posted on Instagram on Saturday a, you know, iOS press release saying, no one can throw a bigger tantrum than a narcissist who's losing control of someone else's mind. Oh like, what God. does, what are you doing, you psychopath? Yeah, he's really, he has, like, those scary man eyes, mm-hmm. too, where, like, you watch him and you're like, like, I could see you, like, screaming at a bar after, like, ten beers mm-hmm. and, like, needing people to, like, restrain you. Like, yeah. he has that energy to me. Yeah. It's like, none of this is very surprising. No. Yeah. None of it is. And he just always, like, exuded so much negativity directed towards her, even yeah. in, like, their blissful first year of marriage. Mm. And the fact that, like, her other co co-hosts, her other co-stars on the show were like, you guys are getting a divorce. Yeah. Like, period. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, generally, people Do don't it. say that in, like, your first year of marriage. I yeah. feel like they're generally, like, well wishes. Right, right, right. Even Luann, like, people were like, <laughs> you know, they didn't say it to her face necessarily, but we're like, we're happy for you. <laughs> yeah. So Jim ended up saying, it's one thing to be accused of something. It's another thing to be so negligent and so careless and ruin the lives of innocent young people. I did not sleep with our nanny. So I like how now he's saying, like, ruin the lives of innocent young people. He's like, you're ruining the life of my girlfriend, Carly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, I'm going to defend the nanny. Yeah. I'm definitely not fucking over my ex-wife oh, and, and she's mother like, of my children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's just such a pig. Like, they're going through so much already, like, all this cheating stuff where he was, like, texting. There was a whole text scandal about him texting this other woman, whatever. And then, you know, them having three kids under the age of, I think, four. It's insane. One with developmental issues. Like, dude. I can't What are you doing? Awful person. You're ruining your whole life. Everyone in between. If you meet a man like Jim Edmonds, if you meet any person that's, like, over 30, has a family, and is just, like, fucking around in this way, like, he's he's a loser. He's a scumbag. Stay away. He's a total scumbag. He's creepy. She has raised her rate on Cameo to now be $1,000. Like, if we want to put things into perspective, Bethany Frankel's at two fifty right now. I love that. Which is honestly hilarious. Like, just give him Bethany Frankel, give him away. Like, yeah. you don't, do you need $250, right. bitch? Like, like, sit in the back of an Uber and be right. like, Jerry, it's great to see you. Your friend Samantha wanted me to say hi and happy birthday. And I love Bethany Frankel, oh. and I would fully pay $250 for a cameo from her. I'm wanting but. someone to, like, I want to be proposed to via Ooh. cameo video. Who would be, if you could pick, like, one Bravo celebrity to surprise you with a cameo? Oh, goodness. It's a really hard um, That's choice. a really hard question. You know, I love Luann so much. <laughs> but I met her in person when I went to her cabaret. Oh. Like, it was such a small show. It was probably, like, not even probably like her fifth or sixth show. Like, it wasn't, like, a in big the city? one. Yeah, it was in the Ooh. city. It was, like, a 50-person venue. And after, she just, like, came out and was <laughs> hanging out with everyone. I had three martinis. <laughs> So I was... You were on her level. Yeah. So, so we could see eye to eye, finally. And she was so pleasant, so sweet, so great. Oh, Took all these photos happy. with us. I looked atrocious. <laughs> so trash. I was. It's always like that, though. Always, of course. My most important moments of my life. <laughs> so Jim's 22-year-old daughter, 22 year old daughter, Haley, who was seen on OC a bunch, uh, spoke to us weekly, Ugh. saying, it's impossible to be happy with someone... Wait, I think it's impossible to be happy with someone. So I don't know if I would say narcissist, but she, like, creates her own problems and loves conflict and like that. 
<laughs> wow, she's so eloquent. The selfishness is miserable to be around, let alone to be married with her. My whole family has grown closer because we all have had to stay silent in hopes to protect my dad. And no one could do it anymore. I think this whole publicity thing that Megan just ruined his rep. And it's sad to see because he's such an amazing athlete, held himself to such morally high standards, and such a great guy. Blah, 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 uh. blah, blah. Everyone cares about him. Everyone that cares about him is proud that he finally took the leave of leaving her. It just really pisses me off. She got the following and she has the public. We've always been a really, really private family. None of us wanted any of this. We all just want to live our own lives. Like, he paid her to write this, correct? Oh, I mean, or just, like, deeply brainwashed her her whole life. Yeah. And, like, you know, she's just, like, tangled up in all these daddy issues and yeah. trying to, like, get his approval. But, I mean, like, dude, like, he's fucking someone your age. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's the fact bad. is, is that, like, Haley and Carly were friends. Like, because oh, she was okay. always around I'm them. Not, yeah. Oh, I don't think God. she, like, got the job because they were friends. Right. But, like, they that became was, friends yeah. by, like, hanging out with her family the whole time. Oh, God. This, <laughs> These this people. This story has layers like an onion soup. I seriously think OC is, like, the darkest place in the world. Like, mm-hmm. It's just, like... Ah. Yeah. And it's like the the facade is so like clean cut and traditional and like Christian and mm-hmm. blonde and whatever. And then like under the, you you take like one layer under the surface and <laughs> yeah. it's just like worms. Like. Yeah, I don't want. I would yeah not wish my enemy to live in OC at this rate. No. It just seems like anybody who moves there and goes there just immediately regrets it. Right, but also feels like it's like you know this Carly girl. It's like do you you knew kind of what you were getting yourself into, honey? Right? She's Come twenty two and. I can imagine, like, he's probably a creep, and she thought oh, I'm sure he's, he's like, you know, the yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. oh, you know, he's successful, he's an athlete, you know. Yeah. He pays attention to me. And that's the most, that's <laughs> the most realistic yeah. thing. Like, oh, my God, he laughs at my jokes. Uh, oh, run. The run. daddy issues are running rampant. That's another good rule. It's like, if he has a daughter your exact age— just run. Just, like, run. Just, like, don't say anything. Just, like, physically run. Or, you know, like, a two-year-old. Yeah. Or both. Yeah. <laughs> Just all Especially that. both when he has, oh, you know. Oh, God. So bad. So Megan, can I, Megan ended up writing her blog post called Broken, which this afternoon it came out at, like, 3 o'clock. This is Tuesday. I could not get on the website. Like, it was literally crashing. I'm like, the internet love, wants this so bad. Like, I literally love it. It's just MeganKidmans.com slash broken. It's so beautiful as a link. It's, it's so pure, you know? It's so pure. So basically, you know, she's obviously talking about how upset she is about everything. She said after the son's diagnosis and all the cheating rumors, she said, alternatively, his family and closest friends did not reach out to me. The one who was betrayed, the one who had to read on the Internet that her husband paid his virtual mistress hush money in an attempt to bury the truth. That I will say in that... I will say in the wake of the texting situation, the sexting, pardon, mm-hmm. sexting situation, my husband was drinking and partying with much younger women, including several of our babysitters, and I found this gallivanting inappropriate, immature, and downright odd. I agree, downright odd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's 50 years old. He's yeah. having a midlife crisis, and he thinks that he's friends with 22-year-olds. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's like I can't decide what part of this is sadder. It's like... I mean, he's obviously, like, a huge problem and just, like, an awful human. But then it's, like, this blog post is killing me. The Carly just existing is killing me. The children of all ages is killing me. Like, it's just dark and bad. Yeah. I think it's all inappropriate, immature, and downright odd. Yeah. And I am, like, he just seems like a really 
like abusive. Even if he's not physically abusive, he's totally. certainly mentally abusive. And I think you can see that both in this broken post and then also in his daughter's defense of him that he is yeah. like, you, you know, manipulated and like fucked people over to such a degree that they're like, all of this drama has exploded. Yeah. And we saw like on the show that Megan was really there for Haley, his daughter from mm-hmm. the second marriage when her mom was passing away from cancer. Oh God. And like they were very close and, you know, to see this kind of taking a 180. Yeah. The totally different direction where I feel bad for Megan. Like, she has no one from her life with Jim now. They've all abandoned her. That's insane. Like, and that's, she has, like, all these small children. Yeah. That's like crazy. On top of everything, she's, like, still just trying to be a mom. Yeah. Oh. She's going to be on it the next season, right? She's got to be. Yeah. It's not going to be. <laughs> we got to see what happens. But I can't see her really staying. In, I mean, the thing is that, like, staying in St. Louis, like, she has the kids' doctors right, there. Right. And, like, they have a life there already. That's true. They're young enough where, like, uprooting them probably wouldn't be that much of an issue. Yeah. But even, like, to get back on the Real Houses of OC, like, is that good for you and right. the family? Like, yeah. it also seems like, yeah. Maybe just have, like, a normal life in St. Louis for five minutes yeah. and see how that works. Because Jim, yeah. I have also, uh, Jim, I have a feeling would be like, you, the kids can't be on TV. Yeah, right. And just start using that as, yeah. like, a way to manipulate everything. Yeah, more and, leverage to mm-hmm. make her not have money. Well, someone commented on his Instagram being like, oh, I hope she, uh, like, I hope she gets a lot of money from you. And he literally said, like, she won't. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that's probably, like, his whole end plan here is, like, just, like, you know, get a girlfriend, fuck her up, leave her high and dry. (laughs) Like, that's, like, his MO. So there was a mention in this blog post about how he told and promised therapists that he wouldn't delete any messages and wouldn't keep anything from her. And she said, when I learned of a particular outing with the babysitter, this time to a hockey game that Jim repeatedly lied about, I asked him to include me in all future texts with his sitter, and he said, no, another major red flag. Yet again. Why is your babysitter going out with your husband to a hockey game and then subsequently lying about both of both parties are lying about it? There's just like literally no boundaries. None. Not none at all. And it's like there's no like sense of like who's the boss and like who's in charge and like what is an employee, a family member, a friend, Mm -hmm. like, you know, who's an adult and who is a child. Like there's really no like bounds. It's just like we're all just people. It's like no 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 sir. Like there are power structures at play here. Yeah. The lines have been very blurred. Also like my dude, Jim, you pay this young woman. Right. Like you're literally her boss. And now she doesn't have a job. And she's less than half your age. And she doesn't think you're hot. (laughs) She thinks you're rich and famous. Yeah, exactly. By the way. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, he's so not hot. Well, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Liz, thank you. Thank you. You always bring such great insights. All my guests (laughs) do, but you, like, are, I always find you very eloquent in the way that you talk about Bravo. I I think about Bravo all day long. (laughs) Girl, you're preaching to the choir. Wait, where can people follow your awesome memes and all the awesome things you Instagram? All right, come follow my memes and you see all the abuse I take from Lisa haters um, at Vanderpump Jules, at Vanderpump, and then Jules, J-U-U-L-S, which I co-admin uh, with two of my friends. And then um, I am at Liz O'Malley, L-I-Z-O-M-A-L-L-E-Y. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. 